This is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hey, <laughs> it's Brian, and I love signs you'll deliver. Hey, it's Panda, and I like signs you'll deliver. Sign Seal Delivered. This is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. You know, there was a wow, time. I hated that. There was a time early on uh, in this the history of this show where I think it was maybe mid-season one where I was like, why don't we pre-record that? I talked to you about it. Why don't we pre-record just like the normal intro. Yeah. And we decided against it just for like little like nuance to like tell episodes apart. And I, I think it's safe to say that while I appreciate where our show has been going, the intro has maybe gotten out of hand. Could we agree there? No. No? No, I, I got no takers it's there. ever been. Okay, so going to be outvoted That's there. That's not Fair what enough. you said in show prep. You said you were. F- you said when you came up with the idea I for Whiny Boys. Guys, what if to open the show, Brandon, right. you did like a really whiny voice? God, like what what I love about land. our show is, is that every intro is different and they all slay. I it's Personally, crazy. I think we should just record it and then just yeah. play it back every episode. Yeah, yeah. we should. Yeah, no, we would no, never do that. I, That's a terrible What do you idea. mean whiny? Whiny, like a... Yeah, you know how you... That's that. not going to work. Gosh, it's going to be irritating. You think that'll be no, no, no. funny? I think it's going to be hilarious. Rig, what do you think? <laughs> oh, I, I think it's a bad idea. Dan don't know what he's talking about. Give me I your, think you go big. You go big on the opening. What do you mean? Big. Like language. NSFW. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? No, go hard. Can you give me an example? I can't on the program right now in show prep. We have a no language rule in the show prep. Uh, you know that. Right. That swear bucket is full. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that is true. I, you know what you mean. Almost on, ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> so it's clear as crystal. It's Dan. clear as crystal. Why did we record that one and why? Like... I, it's wild that I would try to get by with that on the yeah, show. Right. I don't know what I'm thinking. This is what you always do. Though. You always so, just so inconsistent. You are always you are one way. You are the you're the uh, you're like a uh, you're like uh, uh, <laughs> you got it. You got it. Come on, come on, let's go. You got it. You're like um um you're like Jesus's brother, James. Yes, James, James the brother of Jesus. Yes. Well, thank what, what, you. Can you can you in in that you're always like should he even be included? (laughs) I think James was always aside from not being the son of God. I think James was pretty much included. That's what I'm saying. Should he be? (laughs) (laughs) You're asking if James, brother of Jesus, should be included as the son of God. Is that what you're asking? I feel like we're too close to Easter to do this conversation. All right, fine. I'll put a reminder on my phone for two months from now. Okay, got it. Then we'll we'll circle circle back to the James. Like right around Memorial Day or like maybe mid That's good Memorial Day stuff. That is great Memorial Day But right in the middle of Lent, there's never never a bad time for heresy except during the Lent season. (laughs) That's exactly right. Everybody knows that Lent is a no heresy zone. No heresy heresy zone. Psalm Live. Phenomenal. Yep. Gosh, don't bring the kids, though. No, no, no. There's no. caution tape around the outside. They do it everywhere <laughs> they go. Like People think it's an actual, like, active crime scene. Yep. It isn't. It's just how they say If up. you look, it says heresy. It's it crossed does. out That's on right. the tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's wild. wild. 
Yeah, that actually sounds like a great Christian band. I just, yeah. <laughs> guys, we're talking Science Hill delivered. Uh, Winter, I don't Winter know. It's coming. Just let you know. I just saw the thing for it. Somehow it's just now coming. Oh my gosh. How is Winter Jam just now coming? In winter, like over in a week? Or yeah, something? I think they got tied up in the, the Midwest. <laughs> and they were like, oh no. <laughs> Skillet's like, I'm not coming out of my trailer until spring. <laughs> Skillet saw their John shadow. Co- John Cooper's like, we can't stop war in the winter. We got to make war in the spring and in the summer and in the fall. You got to make war. I'm John Cooper. John Cooper's kind of turned into no heresy. He, zone, yeah, a little bit. John Cooper is Christianity's uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, I mm. like it. I like it. Mm. Joe Rogan show. Not nah, that Joe Rogan. Welcome to the Joe Rogan show. Not nah, that Joe Rogan. That was me, Rick Dilby, with my good friend Joe Rogan. How you doing, Joe? Oh, it's Joe. Joe, why do you sound different every week? Shove off. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, cans. Should we recycle them or just let them sit personally, there? Like personally, personally, can I get something off my chest? Please I've been having Joe. a lot of my chest for Please a while do. now. Get it off your chest, big guy. I'm not entirely con- con- convinced <laughs> that recycling is real. Okay. I understand that there are blue bags and there are green bags. And I understand that there is one uh, truck that picks up the blue ones. But don't they all kind of... Have you ever gotten in your car and followed it? I cannot say that I have. Then where do you think it goes? Oh, I don't know. Oh, but I put out cigarettes just on open tabletop, so I'm not really the guy to ask. Hey, while I'm talking about this, can I bring up James, the brother of Jesus, please? (laughs) May I? Or are we? It's November right now. I think you're good. (laughs) Okay, good. Joe Rogan show. Not that Joe Rogan. Rogan. (sighs) You guys ready to talk about? uh, This is really taking off. Yeah, (laughs) it's unbelievable. Um, Man. You guys ready to talk about uh, Science Hill Delivered Season 1, Episode 9? We're yeah. almost done with the it's, one and yeah. only season. This week and next week, and then it's the movies. And it's the movies. Mm. We're going to the movies. I uh, hope they play a little uh, little regal roller coaster beforehand. <laughs> well, <laughs> to the movies. Today. <laughs> <laughs> it's for it's for no one at home, but everyone in this room. I uh, should have never changed the song, and I no. think we can all agree there. Well, yeah, and that popcorn hit, mm. oh. slapped every time. Whoa! The, the, the one that I like because I'm older than you guys is they had the girl that played Curly Sue talking in the saloon, but the voice was Jack Palance. You remember that? You've mm. showed me this video. Oh man, that was a real life yeah. thing that happened at the yeah. movies. Cool. Now yeah. we just got to sit through. I'm Mr. Unlimited. That's right. <laughs> Don't Where's want that. Golden at when you need. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm golden. Golden. I'm golden. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the people that are going to frequent the Regal theaters are going to love this. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah, hit people Regal, go to Regal all the time. You know what? <laughs> you AMC schlubs. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, the treasure box. I is also did see AMC Schlips live. <laughs> also fantastic. Wow. <laughs> we don't have time for it, but it's uh, originally aired on June 15th, 2014. 2014. Rippy, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Brad. How about you? Doing good, man. Hey, have you ever heard about James? <laughs> I think he's the brother of Jesus. Yeah. You know what the thing that James got the most mad at Jesus about? What's that? He didn't float him a nap. <laughs> Float me a nap. Playing. Do I have to be a deity for you to float me a nap? Do I got to walk on the water for you to float me a nap? Do I got to turn water into wine for my ribs for you to float me a nap? Please be still and float me a nap. Playing Jesus advocate here, if I may. (laughs) 
Is there a chance no. that Jesus just didn't have Jesus any, naps. any naps on his robe? No, as, he as had a, the naps. Uh, as a Bible and theology teacher, he always had a nap. He had a nap. Maybe he thought he needed it later. Oh, he had extras. Float me a nap. So you're saying that Jesus, who, hold on, you're saying that Jesus, who sacrificially gave everything, withheld maps. I just can't believe we're doing for kicks and giggles, Rippy. Signed, sealed, delivered episode. Rippy, yeah. Tell me what you mean. Float me a nap. Just float me one. I've been dogging them bones today. He has been dogging those bones today. Do you have a nap for me? I do not have a nap for me. It's You're really me. rucking my food. <laughs> all you got to do is have a nap. You got all those fancy buttons and rainbow colors with no nap. You call yourself a producer. Don't even have a nap. Well, Your like hair's this. bad. That's unnecessary. <laughs> I like my hair. I think my I hair's like fine. your hair too, buddy. Rick I said your hair. That's just unnecessary. I think your hair looks great. Your hair's bad. That was unnecessary. That was, that was mean. And so was like taking down Jesus like that. Well, no, that not on my, wait a minute. He did not take him down. Yeah. He was lifting him up. Yeah. You. What do you mean? <laughs> how how was Rip, Rippy was on James's side? Did you guys miss it? Did you guys miss it? He said he was pro James here. <laughs> He was the one that brought up the fact that Jesus did not have any, would not fold no. him a wipe. Yeah, but, what he, nap? He knew, but he recognized that Jesus always had a nap. That's right. But that wasn't the problem. The problem was that Jesus think, withheld I think, naps. I think you're missing it. Yeah. <laughs> How? How am I possibly missing it? Rippy didn't say one way or the other about whether it was right or wrong. For he just Jesus said not, James was had, mad. He about was it. just upset about but it. But Jesus did always have one. He always had one. That is very generous of you boys. And it went a little something like this. The crew receives a beautiful wooden box with a riddle in it. And then Batman comes out. Um, I put police officers in cages. <laughs> Go to the safety deposit box. Um, Norman figured out that it's a puzzle box and figured out how to open it. Inside is a key. That unlocks the box. And inside that box is a key it's a safety deposit box key and so they go to the bank apparently this bank is like closing down or something so it's good that they came or they wouldn't have been able to do this um they go down to uh the vault and the kid who's working that day pulls uh the, i'm sorry the, there's a kid and the bank that pulls a fire alarm when the fire alarm pulls everything closed including the vault so they're stuck inside of the big old vault. <laughs> so, so far. they still open the box inside and it's just a ton of letters unaddressed and with no return info. They're love letters. And as they read them, Shane keeps the kind of like remembering moments about her and Oliver. Like there are parts of their story that they're reading that reminds her of her and Oliver, and it's all romantic, and they're reading the letters back and forth. Oh, it's lovely. While all that's happening, <clears throat> it's the Colorado Miss Special Delivery Pageant. If you thought that we were done with that, we are not. It's like Glee and Rita. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rita moves on to the finals. 
uh, Norman figures out what happened because he's smart and he realizes that the bank that's across the street from where they're having the pageant is uh, that is where uh, Shane and Oliver are. And so uh, he and Rita, Rita leaves before she even knows she's in the final, and they go over there. And um, so uh, Oliver and Shane, they're reading the letters, they're going back and forth, and they find out that these two people fell in love. They got engaged, but the girl got really sick, and so she sent all the letters back to him so that he could have them, and that must have been who put those in the box, and they find out that the, uh, who the guy's uh, last name was in the final letter, where he says that he is coming to be by her side, and then there are no more letters. So Oliver and Shane are worried that they're going to die in the in the vaults, and so they hug real good. He wrote a letter to his wife just in case he died. And uh, Norman has a cousin that is able to get them out of the vault, and uh, it turns out that they had plenty of air anyway. They were never going to die in the first place. Um, <laughs> they go to deliver the letters to the guy that they thought these letters to, uh, belonged to, only it turns out that the, it was the guy's great-great-grandfather and that those letters have been passed down, and he thought that the letters were uh, lost for good. He can't wait to read them, and Shane and Oliver encourage him and his, I believe, wife to read them out loud to one another because it's very romantic. They don't say that, but you know. And the episode ends with Rita winning the competition and a fun little song. And that, my friends, was Signed, Sealed, Delivered, The Treasure Box. We did it. We did it, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back here on Deck the Hallmark. All right, guys, we're back. We're talking Science Seal Delivered Season 1, Episode 9, The Treasure Box. Excited mm. to dive into this box with you mm. and hear your thoughts on it. Will it be a treasure or will it be trash? Let's find out with my good friend Man, Panda. Wow, that, that was, was good. like planned good. That was really good. Thank you, guys. That's the part you. of show prep that I did those off during. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, yeah, treasure all the I way. I got the clip. So I'll say... Um, no, you know what I was thinking is, that? is that you say, like, it's time to dive into this treasure box. Will it be a treasure? Will it be... Grant, I'm giving you gold here. The least you can do is stay awake. Trace, just write it down for so him. It's so boring. unprofessional. No, Trace, Dan, you're boring. I'm boring? Yeah, this is boring. That's unbelievable. It's Trace, write good. it down, and then Brand will just read it off the cue cards. Guys, that's embarrassing. I can't. Why do we keep playing that? I don't it's know. It's wild that we all lie about show prep now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, weird. it's weird. Panda does it. Panda's just no, kind of no, there. No, Panda said it was great. Oh, that's right. And then in the in the show <laughs> prep, he said he said it was boring. That I was boring. <laughs> we Panda. all lie. We're just show prep liars. Saw them live. Show prep liars. Fantastic. They well, we've they been catching a, little, a lot of concerts. Yeah, like a lot lately. Yeah. They they kind they of all played together. They yeah, didn't seem true. super no prepared. Allowed, is um, Panda, what you got, buddy? Yeah, uh, this episode is really solid. And the reason why it works really well is the entire premise of reading the love letters out loud to one another, stuck in a confined space, having nowhere to go, but just basically um, almost living out the romance through the letters between these two people. And it is... Uh, beautiful and touching and emotional and it works really well that dynamic the rest of this episode though <laughs> i just don't think it works for me it doesn't work for me doesn't to work as television <laughs> it, it's just it's not it, the the 
this the very fact that we're still doing this missed special delivery thing for me, I thought it was over. Oh, uh, and gosh. so I was surprised that it was still happening. Uh, as much as I like uh, bits and pieces of it, it's just this plot point has done played itself out is done uh what now it's done played itself out done played itself are you auditioning like for the next Medea movie like what are you doing i I stand by everything i said and it done played itself out and i did not (laughs) like it uh i also think this artificial fear of them dying in a situation where no one at any point was in danger um that's that's just not great like i if they're on all of a sudden bend where they're starting to lose oxygen, that becomes much more weighty. It becomes more fearful. None of that happens. And so what essentially amounts to is people are locked in a confined space for several hours uh, and nothing uh, and their romance blossoms as a result. It's fine. It's not bad. The romance is carried, but that's just my hot take. It's fine episode. It's not the best that they've done. But it's a treasure, not trash. Treasure, not trash. It's not a trash episode. Yeah, it is a treasure. And I love this episode. Uh, all of it worked for me. I uh, was, uh, I thought I was over in Miss Special Delivery, but I'm not. Uh, that song was a bop. And having the guy who teaches the dance classes back for more. Great. Ramon? Big fan of that. Yeah. I like that guy. Yep. And I, I like this. It was a, this is a bottle episode. And who doesn't love a good bottle episode? It was kind of the bottle uh, stuff worked. I like the bottle yes, stuff. The bottle stuff so, and I like that it was, there was a, you know, there was a letter element and it was a mystery element, but this for what seemed like the first time was the, the primary initiative of this episode was the moving the forward progress of Shane and Oliver. That felt like the primary objective yes. of the episode. And I, and I like that as somebody who really, really loves those two and um, I might, I'm not, t- I don't tend to ship people, but I'm ready for it. Um, so this whole episode worked for me. I really liked it. It's not my favorite of the episodes, but it's on the upper echelon of episodes. <laughs> and don't I'm going gonna, gonna to let slide. I'm going to let go. You do know the real word, right? Echelon. There you go. Okay, good. Um, but it's on the upper echelon for me. So uh, yeah, Dan. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's average for what we've seen this year. Uh, there are worse and better ones. I, you know, these episodes all kind of fall into like three or four camps. It's like bad story and then bad character stuff or not a lot of Oliver and Shane. Uh, you know, bad letter, a lot of Oliver and Shane. Good letter, a lot of Oliver and Shane. Good letter, not a lot. So like in the grand scheme of things, the letter doesn't matter. Like the best episodes to me or the letters have value and have like, they've, they have earned emotion and like mean something and you care and you have them parallel what, uh, what Oliver and Shane are doing. And Oliver gets to give some big soliloquy. And like those, those are the ones that are the most memorable ones to me. The, the masterpiece, mm. uh, the nine 11 episode, those two, I think are my favorite two episodes. The, the letters in this episode are literally just a canvas for Oliver and Shane to do a clip show. Now, in any other context, I would say that that's a bad episode of television, but the the thing that they have going for them is is that Oliver and Shane are the two leads that are doing this. And Kristen Booth, Eric Mabius do a great job, and so their stuff works, even though it's a clip show of just old clips of them like thinking about each other, and then the letters itself hardly make sense and don't really match up aside from they get to read them back and forth and play the parts, which I think is what everybody wants to see anyway. Um, I hate the miss 
postal service, whatever. I can't stand it. I can't believe it's still going on. That did not work at all for me. The fake danger didn't work at all. If they're actually in danger, there's no way they're being that calm and rational. Um, you know, it, so much of that is re- like, there's so much of that that was a wait what, and then they announced at the end, just kidding, they had plenty of air, and it just makes it, all those wait what's disappear, but it makes it worse. Like, it's like this fake gimmicky thing. And so, a lot to like, a lot to dislike uh, for me. Actually, not a lot to like. Just the, just maybe us and Booth getting to act together for 20 or 30 minutes is the good stuff. The clip show aspect was lazy. The the Miss Postal Service thing, don't care about. The fake danger, hated. If this so, episode I, don't, a- I, don't, I don't agree with you about the, the clip. I, I didn't think that was lazy. I thought that worked with what they're doing. If, um, if this episode was a soda, what soda would it be? Hmm. I tell you what it would be. It would be a, a Dr. Pepper Zero, and I'll tell you why. It's because uh, you love Dr. Pepper Zero. I, I don't. I don't like Dr. Pepper Zero because it tastes close to Dr. Pepper, but then the the rest of it just tastes like medicine. No, and so it's like it no. tastes like it should be good, but it's not good. That's what I. That's what that I'm giving it. Absolutely, patently ridiculous. Is no, the best about, soda. Would soda it be? is the best. First of all, Dr. Pepper Zero yeah. is the best so just diet be, soda just available t- on the market. Take a deep breath, Panda. These are opinions. No, it's okay? not. No, it, yes. because it's true. It's okay, Dan. Buddy. There's no one it's who okay. agrees with you on just, planet t- Earth. Just take a breath. What soda would it be for you, Panda? <laughs> Mountain Dew. It'd be Mountain Dew. Straight up. Straight up. Straight Mountain up Mountain Dew. Dew. No, stuff. no code. No chaser. Not it's not code red good, but it, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's not for you, brain. <laughs> um, Mountain Dew no chaser. That's a tough beverage. You can't just get. I'm going with orange soda. Any to time out. Fanta Sunkiss. Give me a brand. Orange slice. Don't you wanna? <laughs> sure. Orange Fanta. Fanta. Uh, because it is not something Crush. that. This is not an episode that I seek out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I'm handed it to me, yeah, I'm You're gonna, I'm jazzed. Yeah. And I take that first sip and I'm like, man, this is freaking good. Why don't I drink this more? Of often? the nine that we've seen, I would probably rank this one fifth. I'd have to give it a lot of thought and prayer. So I'd probably rank this one fifth. I'll probably spend the next 36 or 48 hours in my closet. Oh, uh, okay, and then I'll <laughs> Then I'll let you guys know. Okay. It's time for all the feels part. Shall we talk about what in this episode gave us feels? Panda, do you have any feels? Uh, just pretty much the entire time they're reading letters to one another. That was that was good feels. I also love the line where they're talking about Jason's batteries running out soon and being forced to converse with him. That's funny. Yeah, that is funny. That was real good. Um, I love Oliver's love of a good letter. Like in this episode, when something happens in the letter... He's so invested. He gets this like big old smile, so jovial, so so childlike. There's something about letters and a good letter and the way in which he responds to a good line mm-hmm. or something joyful in a letter that is just so good. It's so good the way that he plays it and I and I just adore it. Dan? Um yeah, I mean I I, I like the the back and forth between Oliver and Shane. Um I think them getting a chance to read and and watch the reaction and kind of make it the parallel. I also feel like for some reason, I appreciated the scriptural references in this episode a lot. I know we have, we've had a lot of fun here on the show. We had a lot of fun here at deck the hallmark, but 
Uh, Martha Williamson throws in a couple yes. of scripture references in this episode without tying them directly Hopefully to the Bible. From James, am I right, boys? Um, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> but but she doesn't ever talk about the Bible and doesn't ever say that they're Bible verses. She just talks about the threefold strand and uh, where your treasure is. But she doesn't ever do it. And, and, and like make it some weird Bible treasure hunt. She just throws them out there and they work really well and they, they lend some gravity to what's going on. And I thought that was really good. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with the Wait What and more here on Dyke the Hallmark. Hallmark. Welcome back to the program, citizens. Mm. Uh, it is time for the Wait What. Is where we talk about what in the simplest minutes go. Wait, what, Panda? Uh, what do you have, buddy? Just just a handful of things, bud. More or less than five? Uh, less than five. Okay. So a handful is uh, five. No, less than okay. a hand, handful. Okay, good. So kind of like holding something like by your like, like it's uh I've got a pink a, a, a pinky squeeze. So it could be kind of like a mug pinky where you kind of you can you pinky can hold a mug yeah. with like two fingers. Yeah, like maybe a, a yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're all gonna have the same one or two here. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Jason, Jason says Derulo? he knew. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Jason <laughs> Derulo. You <laughs> took a tumble down the stairs. Have you seen that picture? I have. It's great. Sorry, right, that's too bad for him. I liked him. Uh, Jason, he's, he's alive. Oh, okay. <laughs> I liked good. him. Oh, he's still good, man. Okay, good. I'm glad. Uh, Jason says he normally takes his nap after lunch, and then it cuts, and it's clearly nighttime. <laughs> Uh, so I, I'm confused about when it is the nighttime is after lunch. It is (laughs) fair. Uh, absolutely. Um, the, I'm confused about miss special delivery and the ending of miss special delivery. They ask miss the, the one lady who Rita's competing with, she's competing against three other people. Uh, they ask one of the ladies answer this trivia question. She answers it correctly. And then they go to Rita, and they were like, all right, Rita, if you get this Let's question try. correct, yeah. you win. You win. So yeah. what, what was her deal? So what was the other lady? I have, I am as, like, what happened? And if I understand this correctly, I know, Brian, you said she won it all, but I've got bad news. I'm pretty sure this was the Colorado one. Yeah, Cisco to now nationally or maybe the West. And then it goes to worldwide. Miss Special Delivery <laughs> Worldwide. Mrs. Worldwide. <laughs> Um, Speaking yeah, Jason Arulo, he's been around the world. Um, he doesn't speak the, any of the languages. No. Um, what do you mean he doesn't speak any of the he languages? Doesn't speak he doesn't speak the language. How does he get around the world then? How can well, he possibly do the that? The thing is, is he's got this passport. What do you mean um, he has a passport? He's got a passport. It's his passport. Okay, that's fine. And I it, will say the fact that they let him into certain countries is odd. Listen, because he doesn't speak the language. But there are some things that don't need explaining. That's true. They what do you mean? That, well, how? Well, like the bathroom. Like where's that you can figure maybe, that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, a drink, drinks probably don't need explaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anything? I, I can't think of anything else. The booty. The booty. Really? <laughs> no. Now that I think about it, the booty, really doesn't, huh? <laughs> oh man! Lipstick stains on the passport, oh, huh? Stamps. Lipstick stamps. No oh. stains. They're they're no stains. lipstick stamps. Huh. Can we keep that in? I don't know. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, so all of mine are logistical questions about the delivery pageant. Uh, I had the same question. It did seem like at the very end, it was just who knows the best. Kind of like a just maybe it was like a, at the spelling bee or something where like, I don't know. I don't know how she ended up winning. But also they, every, they get everybody in there and they're like, 
<laughs> now that everyone's here, only five will continue. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are we all here? And then we're going to go in the other room next door for more of this. Why? Why is that happening? Now that everyone's here, some of you can go home. That's right. And then we're all going to go into this room and finish They're this making it up, up as they go along. I was baffled by that by that whole thing. Dan? Um, can we talk about this telephone in the bank vault that they're locked in? <laughs> this phone can only call one number, and it's another phone that's just upstairs. I don't can, know if that's a thing I, or I not. I feel like that's a thing. That can't call 911? I don't think so, because it's a direct line. It's a direct line. <laughs> yeah. And then my next question is, is if it's a direct line, since you know so much about banks, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone just <laughs> left the building and they do no like sort of accounting over who's in the vault. Like I'm, I'm concerned about this bank operating and taking citizens money. If a, they send a guy who takes a nap after lunch and has been working for the company under 10 days down to the vault unaccompanied. That's one. Two, mm -hmm. they do not have an account of who is in the vault at any given time. Yeah. Most bank vaults make you sign in and out, and they have an account of when you're there. Well, this how bank's long closing. So no, there's a fire drill, and then they. I, never I'm just go saying this inside. bank is closing. The the actual bank. The actual bank is, is closing. shutting down. So that means they're just not following any protocol. The pol pol policies and procedures are out the window. Out the window for this. They're yeah. just getting employees like this guy. I just don't think there's hey, any. Hey, someone say phone call. And then, and, and what? Did someone say phone call? Who is this? <laughs> is that you, Cody? Yeah, what's going Cody on, everybody? I got a phone call. <laughs> what? Cody, what, what's going on, this, man? It seems like you, like, what? someone requested you to call. <laughs> yeah. Someone did? Brian Harrell. Gosh. Hey, guys, Brian how's it going, rocks. everybody? What? Cody, what's did up, Did someone buddy? say phone call? You are in, uh, what penitentiary are you in? St. Lars. St. Lars. <laughs> Got it. Um, you have been coordinating uh, some ultimate frisbee events around the country from prison. That's exactly it's really right. Eugene Deb situation. We're you, doing. Uh, some people have given up stuff for Lent. We haven't. Okay, we're You've doing not given up anything for Lent. <laughs> we're actually doing more frisbee than ever before. We're doing a, every day of Lent frisbee extravaganza large. Cody, it's so crazy how your voice sounds different every time. What do you I mean? Talk to you. What do you mean? It just sounds like a different person every time. I wish we could play him back to back to back. <laughs> we can't. So tomorrow, <laughs> do you guys want to hear it? Yeah, I do. I do. Tomorrow, yeah. we're going up to New England, general area. Okay. Wait, you're going up personally? No, no not we, me. His people. He's yeah. got people on the ground. The, the yeah. crew. He's got foot soldiers. We're doing 8v4, <laughs> Niners, Kaepernick. Niners Kaepernick? What are the rules? 8v4 Niners Kaepernick. I don't know, but whatever you do, don't kneel. <laughs> Gosh. What are we doing right now? This is not an episode we can air. I think I go. That's all you got. Just a quick Kaepernick bomb in there. And we just move on, I guess. Good gosh, man. First you assault James. Who? Dan Dan does. <laughs> Dan does. Yes, Dan uh, does. My other way, what? Yeah, go ahead. Is that she wins the pageant after that girl gets it right. They go into a song and dance, and all the other contestants know all the moves to be a backup dancer. Yep. And they all are cool with doing yep. it, even though they just lost, lost the pageant. Yeah, wild. What in the world's happening there? They all lost, and they're like, listen, I know I lost. I'm really upset. I still got to do all these moves. 
They know all the moves of the song Ramones <laughs> singing. They're in there. They're doing their bit, and they're just they're they're committed. Yeah. And I couldn't believe that that was a thing. That's all I had. Yeah. Well, and you. I mean, you took all that time to learn the dance. You got to do the dance. Why the did dance. they learn the dance? Because in case they lost. Because case, you. <laughs> hey, in case you lose, <laughs> you're gonna, gonna need to dance. know this dance. You're going to need another stand. Uh, we did it, everybody. Congratulations. It is time for the Postal Worker of the Week. Yes. Who do we have this week, Dan? Gil. Gil Benson. Gil Benson? Yeah, Gil Benson. Um, He's where's from he from? Topeka, Kansas. Fantastic. His postal service number is all three, six of them. All three, six. That's of them. what he told me to say. <laughs> I think that that means three, 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 three. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would assume it means. All three, six of them. All three, six of them. Great. Uh, Panda, you did the research. Tell me about Gil. Yeah, Gil. Gil's a good dude. I really like him. Uh, Gil, not his real name. They gave him that nickname, Gil, because he likes uh, mailing fish in the mail. Mailing fish in the mail, yeah. as a, as opposed to mailing fish. Uh, well, in normally like packages or like dry, he just puts them right in the envelope and ships them with no water. Yeah. So why they call him kill? <laughs> it's just a post office thing. I he guess he just mails dead fish. Is he in the mafia? <laughs> How do you get on the show? He mails dead <laughs> fish to people. This is a, this is like an actual crime. Well, I, I don't know. It's not just like, I mean, you can't have big fish being stuffed in the envelope. There tend to be a, a wise man smaller. once told me that you can't ship fish because of the pressure. <laughs> that's true you can't that is a wisdom right there you can't fly him dan i don't know if you know this or not but all threes six of them all so, threes, six of them that tells you everything we need to know yep. do we have a clip of gill <laughs> oh, okay i'm gonna go ahead and put this little itty bitty body right in this envelope did we just record Gil doing his job? That's never how we've done this ever, ever. Uh, it's still playing, Trace. Oh, then I'm going to go ahead and take this big boy. He's a big boy. This has got to be a catfish. Good what is right. that? Yeah, there's a catfish. That's there's a big boy. Right, I'm going to need a big envelope. Here's one. All right, thank you. Good play. Gil, you mailing fish again? Oh, you better not be. Listen here, threes, all six of them. Oh no! Don't you mail another fish? You got. You'll be swimming with the fishes. <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> That's his line, guys. Got postables. Thank you for, guys. We got multiple people that emailed in that explained, gave me like I Great. actually felt good about this. Yes. So right before Rita says postables, mm -hmm. Norman says the Incredibles. So they, she took post and then made it like the Incredibles okay. and made it postables. Oh, I, I like answer. that. That's great. That I feel like now is a helpful know. answer. Now we know. Like they're incredible postables. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's great. They're incredible postables. fantastic. Uh, we did it, everybody. Congratulations. We're going to be back next week with more fun. Until then, maybe we'll be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam Podcast Network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, Thanks so much for your support.